explicit podcast. So if you're easily offended, get your panties twisted into a knot. Turn this off before you get butt hurt and mad. Start to cry. Have to run to your safe space. All opinions are those of the host and his guest and do not reflect the opinions of any government agency. Welcome to another episode of Murder Cop Chronicles podcast. <clears throat> I'm your host as always and as usual, the Iceman. Doing this one uh, all by myself today, so you have to bear with me. I got a little bit, uh, someone will try different today, uh, so hopefully it works out okay. And uh, I hope everybody enjoys it. Uh, see, Austin's here and Melissa. Hello, Melissa. And he shouldn't have to force you to tell me hello. You should want to tell me hello because I'm just such a nice guy. Awesome. So we're going to get into it uh, normally. I'm going to tell some stories. Let's go ahead and get it out the way. Uh, anybody wants to contact me, uh, motorcopchronicles at gmail.com. Go ahead and contact me if you want to be a guest or got an opinion or anything else like that. Get in touch with me right there. So about a week ago, I was uh, I had to go help in the courthouse bailiff, and they're shorthanded. It happens sometimes, part of the job. We're all one team, so you go do it. Anyway, I'm standing there working uh, pleader bleed court, uh, paternity court, basically, you know, who your baby daddy or whatever you want to call it. No, anyway, I'm standing back in the back watching everybody because, you know, yeah, pissed off husbands or boyfriend, you know, they doing uh restraining orders, domestic violence, all that kind of shit like that. Not just, you know, child support court. And we're sitting there and <laughs> this guy there, as I've been watching for a while, he uh he was there with I assumed with his wife. But he was there for a restraining order. Against his, I guess, his alleged girlfriend. She has petitioned for a restraining order against him, a protective order against him. Uh, I assume that uh, he allegedly uh, abused her in some certain type of way. Of course, there's that's not funny about that. The ironic part is, that is funny, is this guy was here with what we thought was his wife at the time fighting against getting a restraining order against his girlfriend. Well, come to find out, now he was there with his, he's married to another woman. He was in court with his girlfriend to fight against a domestic violence restraining order from him allegedly hitting his other girlfriend. This real life shit, you can't make that up. All real. Uh, this guy needs to just pick one, and his life would be a hell of a lot less stressful than uh, going to Maury, uh, Maury Court over there. Hello, Randy. 
Austin says, it's funny how Miller Lite tastes like unicorn milk when you've had an 18-pack. Well, I'm sure a lot of shit tastes different after you done drank 18 beers, Austin. You might want to slow down. Or at least leave the Brandon Irons alone for your safety. But yeah, this guy, this poor guy here, he needs to, uh, he needs to pick one. <laughs> he has a wife. He was there with his girlfriend because he allegedly hit his other girlfriend. And what was funny is then he was sitting there arguing because he said he wanted a restraining order against her. Really, dude? Really? Anyway, don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Then the same day I was in court, I was watching. There was this lady there, and when I say she was dressed in all blue, she was dressed in all blue, like a, a workout type outfit or something like that. Uh she was all blue. Blue, blue, blue. Like like, like a smurf had just exploded on her or something. Even her shoes were blue. Well, besides her being dressed in all blue, what made me notice her. And her being very bouncy when she walked. She was very bouncy. What I mean that is when she walked, everything bounced between her breast and her behind. Everything was jiggling. She's Miss Jiggly. But I kept noticing she was talking to herself a whole lot. Had another lady there with her. But she wasn't talking to her. And you could tell she wasn't talking to her. But when she finally got up there, she comes back. I guess her and the ex-husband, ex-boyfriend or whatever, they were arguing about it. I won't know. don't know I was in the back. She comes to sit back down, and she she's pretty, uh, she's pissed. She's pretty pissed off at this point. I don't know what happened up there, but she was pissed off. They're meeting with child support people. Well, she turns around and looks at her ex, and uh, says, oh, you want to go there? You want to go there? We go there. We're going to go there. I'm like, oh, no, the only place anybody's going is you're going to go with your butt sitting down on this wooden bench right here and be quiet. Well, a little while later, she got up and went and did something. I went and made conversation with the person that was with her, which my thoughts of the matter was right. It happened to be her 20-something-year-old daughter who did it, and I asked her if she had some mental issues, and the lady was a paranoid schizophrenic and had some uh, other issues going on with her, but... Everybody in the courtroom laughed when I told her the only place anybody was going was her butt down on that bench. But uh, thank God she wasn't violent or anything like that. She, uh, Not long after that, I did get relieved so I could go back and do my job out on the street. But the bouncy blue lady who was paranoid schizophrenic was talking to herself. And I just let it slide. She was eating Rice Krispie treats like they were going out of style. She must have had like a whole buffet pantry in her purse that she was eating. She was eating the shit out of these uh, buffet. <laughs> her, 
a buffet purse of uh, Rice Krispie Treats, which I do like Rice Krispie Treats. They are uh, quite delicious. You know, a little uh, PSA for everyone. This one subject will tell you, uh, if you have your, if you report your vehicle stolen, even though it wasn't stolen, well, technically it wasn't stolen, it was picked up by the repo man because you ain't pay your bill. And your your shit gets repoed in the middle of the night when you're sleeping. And uh, you come out and you figure your shit's been stolen and you call and report it. Well, kind of find out. Then you find out that the repo man got it. So you catch your shit up and you get your vehicle back. And you're driving your vehicle past some LPR cameras, which if anybody don't know, that's a license plate recognition camera. And this vehicle has been entered as stolen. And this camera automatically alerts when it picks up uh, a stolen vehicle that's been reported like that. And it alerts local law enforcement. And you ended up getting pulled over by three or four cops with on a felony stop. And you get detained because your car is reported stolen. Well, after... A little bit of digging and looking, you know, of course, we find out that the vehicle is yours and you didn't steal it, but you failed to report that you got the vehicle back to have it taken out of the computer system as it being stolen, which I'm sure the subject went and did after all the shit that he went through that morning, scared to death too, when he had all these cops out with guns coming out. He did not get to drive his vehicle home because uh, he was driving under suspension also. So I think he was cited for it, vehicle towed, and someone came and got him. Moral of that story is, first of all, pay your fucking bills. Pay your car note. The repo man won't come looking at you. Second of all, if your shit is repoed and you get it back and you report it stolen, I would have it uh, unreported. Let them know that you did get it so you don't get uh, detained on a felony traffic stop. So that's just my opinion. Maybe some people want to be detained and handcuffed on a felony stop. I know personally, I don't want to be because that sucks ass. Uh, I was uh, just a couple, like I said, a couple weeks ago. I did say, you know, uh, I was always out working the school zone, which I, not my most enjoyable time at all. If anybody knows, if you want to see how stupid people are, go direct traffic. That's where all the fucking idiots are. Anyway, I was out working. This guy in a big truck, 18 wheeler, come by. And uh, gets my attention, comes over, go over there, check. Dude uh, hands me a breakfast sandwich bought from the local truck stop up the road. It was still wrapped up. Smiled, told me, you know, appreciate me, and left. Well, it was wrapped from a store, hadn't been there, so I ended up eating it. It was good. I didn't die, obviously. I wouldn't be here talking to you. But it is nice to know when some people do uh, are still nice to us and appreciate us because in this day and age right now that don't happen too often 
we get uh shit on quite a bit and called made names of. I had a carrying on the traffic stop just a couple of days ago, you know. Basically accused me of I don't know, being racist and a liar. Even though after I proved to her that I, I did uh lock her in at eight hundred and sixty five point two feet away from me, you know. Unfortunately my no my LIDAR does not record video of me catching you speeding also. But it don't matter what I'd have said to this lady. She would have uh found me uh wrong or just being an asshole. All right, Roy, go eat. Enjoy your Saturday. I was gonna do this earlier. Actually I was gonna do it Friday and I got a late, late, a little later started. I wanted to now, but go enjoy your food. Go eat them fish with no bones. <laughs> or your steaks. I hope you cooked your steaks. Anyway, we had a, a little WTF moment, a little what the fuck moment. <laughs> and I didn't get this call because I was working to hear, you know, radio keys up. They're dispatching a, a uniform patrol guy somewhere. But the, the call, the, inf- the info they give this poor guy is they were sending him to a house to the complainant, a male complainant, that wanted uh, law enforcement to remove his girlfriend from his house because she uh, had hurt his feelings. Yeah, that I'm not making that up. That That's the truth that's the truth that's what happened i mean that's what it, he was dispatched because this this grown-ass man wanted the police to kick his girlfriend make his girlfriend leave his house because she hurt his feelings i mean should, should he have stopped by some diapers and baby wipes on his way some pampers i don't know if you're a grown-ass man you need to call the law enforcement because your girlfriend doesn't hurt your feelings come on dude come on I'm like Joe Biden come on man anyway he the guy got there and uh I'm just listening over here. the guy got there and obviously uh the other guy left too maybe his feelings got hurt so bad he just left his own house but no one was there so I'm just like you hear that come over the radio you're like really come on is this real you know, all right, we'll get into this one little last story, and then we'll talk about the other stuff that's a little bit more serious and not as entertaining. But sometimes some shit needs to be said that isn't always entertaining or talked about, right? All right, this last story is actually happened uh, yesterday, Friday. I was uh, I responded to a, a shooting that had happened. Uh, being a top where the first ones to get there, started secure the scene. Uh, one person had been uh, struck by a bullet. It was in uh, his foot. He got shot in the foot. Anyway, he's hopping around on one foot and everything. But we uh, start putting crime scene tape up and all that stuff. Of course, detectives and all the important people show up. The lieutenant, the road lieutenant, asked me. If I would uh, mind going to another location to back up one of his guys, that was at a domestic because, you know, most everybody was in that close was at this shooting. I said, no problem. Well, 
It was, a, it was a little drive for me to get to this location. It was probably about 30 to 40 minute drive uh, without trying to kill myself getting there. Anyway, I get there. Two cousins have been fighting. And uh, one of them, I, I believe, does have uh, some mental issues and uh, a drug problem. And you, you just you get there and then I hate domestics. Tell you right now, anybody in law enforcement will tell you domestics suck. They're dangerous, especially when one of the guys that involved in it that wasn't the main aggressor has a felony warrant out for him for aggravated battery or second degree battery, and he had missed court, so he has a you know a thirty thousand dollar bench warrant out for him. So you're arresting him and only giving the other party misdemeanor summons. So people are getting pissed and hollering and screaming and all that shit like that. So I did do that. Uh, one guy went to jail. I'm sure he got bonded out. The other guy got a misdemeanor summons. I did talk him into going, this guy with, I believe has mental problems, into going to the hospital and talking to some people. So we basically got everybody out of the situation at the time. So that was that. Now, the other one, which is the title I put on here and stuff like that. But uh, I was at this uh truck stop getting ready before I went out on the interstate to write tickets and um, I'm standing in line I was buying me a, a energy drink which I try not to drink many of and I think this was only the second one I've had uh, in over a month I've been trying to stop them all together but I was tired of drinking water at this point and I wanted something fizzly and bubbly with a little flavor in it so I just stopped up getting me an energy drink I'm standing in line up in my Class B uniform, which is basically BDUs and stuff like that. But I'm standing there. I'm still in uniform, patches, you know, embroidered badge on my chest and name tag, all that shit. And the this truck stop has two entrances to come, one's from the gas pump and one's from the other one. So I try to watch all of them, but it's kind of hard when, you know, if you're watching one, the other one's at your back. So anyway, I'm standing in line. From behind me, I hear hear somebody come in the store, and he's like, I got to piss. Where's the bathroom here? I got to fucking piss. I'm like, really? I mean, th- this dude just must be stone cold dumb at this point. And uh, I'm like, and he says it again. He's like, I got to piss. Where's the bathroom? Well, this particular men's bathroom at this truck stop is not inside the store. It is outside over closer to the diesel pumps where all the truck drivers come. It's an older truck stop there. In the process of building a brand new one there. But it's not built yet. It takes a while. So, I mean, it's a very old store. But the men's bathroom is is not inside the actual store. The lady behind the counter says it's outside. The bathroom's outside. So, that's fine. I'll just piss in the parking lot. I mean, it's fucking loud. This dude's like screaming. Uh, he he did appear to be uh, maybe intoxicated somewhat, and he looked like a freaking hobo, homeless person, or whatever. Well, I'm just I'm still like this dude's just stupid. And the the lady they had two ladies working counter, one behind the counter says, "You do that, you're gonna go to jail." 
I ain't scared to get you. I've been in jail before. I ain't scared to call the cops. I'm like, this? No, I'm standing in line the whole time. The whole fucking time. I, I, like, I turned around. I looked at him. I said, you dummy outside right now. So I take him outside. We have a uh, chat. Let me call it that. Me and him had a chat, a person-to-person chat. Man, I'm gonna give you. I told them how the cow ate the fucking cabbage. Is what the fuck I did. Pointed him in the direction of the bathroom. Told me to go piss in there. Well, I kind of hung around outside because I wanted to say, I was like, if this somebody gets behind a wheel, he, I'm gonna have to arrest him. I can't let him drive off because he had been drinking. So I'm just kind of hanging in the parking lot, and we're just gonna call this person Ding Dong. Well, Ding Dong comes right back out the bathroom. And I'm like, I'm watching them. Mind my own business now. You know I don't want to have a conversation with this stupid motherfucker. So I'm just kind of watching. Well, he decides now, I guess since I done chewed him a new one, but me and him are freaking, we're, we're BFF. We're friends now. He comes back up to me. I, just, I was like, you just need to shut up, get out of my face, and get in your vehicle and go. I said, because if you keep running your mouth, because I did see the vehicle that we were in, they had Tennessee tags. I said, if you keep running your mouth, you're going to find out what kind of hospitality our jails have out here in Louisiana. I said, I don't want to hear your crap. Just you just get in the vehicle. Well, I watched. Well, he, he did get in the passenger seat. The people that were with him saw me giving him, you know, the what to and telling him how to cow. They just, when I turned, I looked at them, they just turned their heads and they didn't want nothing to do with it. So anyway, he wasn't driving. But this dumbass was sitting there screaming and hollering. He never saw me in line. He's like, I didn't see you there. Well, you know what? It shouldn't have mattered if you saw me there or not. You shouldn't be in there acting like a total, complete dumbass. Dumbass. So I guess you just never know when when shit like that. I mean, that's why you always got to be paying attention. I mean, because shit could happen. But it's like. It's like, yeah, he, he just did not see me. I mean, this dude is just stupid. Can we say stupid? This dude was a fucking idiot. Anyway, I don't know where he was going. They were heading towards Texas, not Tennessee. Uh, I don't know if Texas ain't going to want your drunk ass. Not when you're that stupid. I don't know. He could have been a hitchhiker they picked up. I don't know. He, and, and okay, maybe I'm stereo. Stereo. stereo maybe I'm stereo stereotyping him or whatever. If you'd have seen him, he'd be doing the same damn thing. He was dirty, nasty, and unkept, okay? Maybe he just looks like that all the time. I mean, if he needed some soap, I'd have bought him some freaking soap, okay? He was dirty. So, anyway, he was stupid, too. Walking there screaming hard. I mean, Lucky they didn't have no children in here, but I mean, the point is they have women there too. Don't be dis- I mean, you don't know who these ladies are. Don't be disrespecting them like that. I mean, I know. I mean, I'm married. I in the hell, I sure in the hell don't want uh, somebody coming in there, you know, running his mouth over uh, because he needs to pee. Jesus Christ, you're a dude. I'm, I'm sure you, why aren't you peeing that empty beer can I'm sure you had in that truck over there that you were sitting in? 
just whipped your dick out and pissed it out, and you're going to run there acting like a fool? Dumbass. All right. That, that's going to be my stories for the week, this week anyway. I'm sure I'll maybe get some next week, too. I'm always working on getting different ones. Uh, so we're going to get on to this other part of it that I was talking about doing. All right. I'm going to pull up these pictures. Now, if, it, if when I say pictures and stuff like that, if anybody's listening on a podcast uh, platform, you can always go on to, uh, go look at me on YouTube or on Facebook. The video will be there if you're not on the live feed. I'm going to pull up some pictures and talk about the stories, okay? So we're going to talk about this first one. I hope I pull up the correct one. No, that is not a correct one. Let's try the other one. This is the correct ones. All right. If you're on, uh, if you're watching the video, we're watching live. This police officer right here, he's a Louisiana police officer providing security at a high school basketball game in New Orleans, was shot and killed following a mask-related dispute, authorities said, and the suspect. that That's the suspect, the guy, the guy over here with the long dreads. I mean, he's just uh, stupid, an idiot, uh... The guy he he shot the the, the cop over a mask related dispute. Authorities said uh, he was immediately taken into custody. Uh, this uh, officer right here was also a university Tulane University police officer, Mr. Mitchum. Uh, he was shot for, uh, not this past Friday, but Friday before last, while he was working at the George Washington Carver High School um, on Higgins Boulevard in New Orleans. Uh, the dirt bag over here with the dreads. I'm not even gonna say his name. His name does not does not even deserve recognition. Speaking of, I'm taking his picture down too. I don't even want. We we got a little glance of him. Dirt bag. I don't want to recognize him. He he's a piece of shit. Anyway, he was booked in the jail. Oh. He, So anyway, he, he he was booked into the jail. I also read another news article related to this one. Uh, actually, I think it was yesterday I found it and read it. That the same dirtbag that shot this cop had earlier that day had altercations, I think, with some NOPD guys or something at, uh, I think it's a Harris Casino they have down there in New Orleans. I'm not sure the name. I think it's a Harris. I don't frequent casinos. I don't gamble. I work too hard for my money to play with it but it was found out that earlier that day he had gotten kicked out of the uh harris by some cops and they had some issues with him and he made uh some comments or something to him like turn around looked at him and said something done him you know goodbye bitches or something like that. i don't know but and it, the whole thing was stemmed from him refusing to put a mask on in the casino also hey anybody that knows me I'm not a uh, a, ma- a fan of the mask bullshit. Okay, I, I don't I don't think it you know works or whatever. But also in retrospect, I also do understand that private businesses have the right to refuse me service. So if I go into a business without a mask on, and they either ask me to leave or put a mask on, and I choose not to put a mask on. 
that they can call the cops and the cops can make me leave. Then the cops aren't making me leave for not wearing a mask. They're making you leave or me leave for uh, because the business don't want me in there anymore. Okay. The business may be having me removed from not wearing a mask, but the cops are just, they're basically trespassing you because the business can, has the right to refuse you service. It's a privately owned business. They can do that. Which I try to explain it to people all the time. Well, this dumb dirtbag motherfucker shot this poor guy right here. He's dead because he don't understand shit or, and he don't even, I mean, I just don't get it. This poor guy's family and stuff, you know, mourning him. Because dirtbag sitting in jail getting three squares a day because he didn't want to put a mask on. That is just total bullshit. You know, shit like that shouldn't happen. So, anyway, we're going to get on to the next one. This one right here, if you're watching live or on a video, let me pull up the story to read it. Don't be uh, my old man, slow. All this fancy Nancy stuff gets me sometimes. Anyway, as you see the, uh, the officer right here, this police officer was uh, in Northern Virginia. He was shot to death. The same day, not this past Friday, but Friday before, during a traffic stop. People always say, oh, you traffic cop, whatever. Let me tell you what, people, traffic stops are dangerous as shit. We don't know who we're walking up to. If I'm, you know, if I pull 20, 30 cars over, you know, a week, which I, a lot of times I do way more than that. Every single time I pull these people over, I have no clue who I'm walking up to. It could be the nicest little old lady in the world. Or it could be somebody that just committed a murder somewhere and don't want to get caught. Or it could be somebody just having a real bad day. Or it just be somebody just don't like fucking cops wants to kill somebody. You don't know. Anyway, the, he was shot to death Friday afternoon during a traffic stop. And responding law enforcement fatally shot and killed the dirtbag that killed him. Good riddance. You know, at least not going to cost the taxpayers nothing. Not a dirtbag sitting in jail getting, you know, some, trust me, I know these, these pieces of shit that kill cops. When they go to jail, I mean, they're heroes to these other prisoners, these other inmates and shit like that. I mean, they're like, you know, oh, you killed a cop. You're great. You know, fuck you. At least he's dead now. Good riddance. Officer Dominic Nick Winham, 48, had been with the town of Stanley Police Department since 2016, according to the police chief Ryan Dean, prior to what Winham, prior to that, Winham served as a trooper with the Virginia State Police, who also extended their condolences. It's with heavy hearts this evening that we must inform our community of the line of duty death of one of our own. Dean announced in a Facebook post, "I know the Stanley and Page County community are keeping Nick and his family in their prayers during this difficult and tragic time." Stanley Police Department said Wenham had initiated a traffic stop, but before the officer could even exit his patrol car, the suspect got out of his vehicle and opened fire. The shooter identified as 29-year-old, not going to say his fucking name either, because he's a piece of, it's a piece of shit number two for that day. The other one was in New Orleans. Piece of shit number two was over here. He said uh, he fled into the woods on foot. 
Said other cops pursued him, found him hiding in a barn. They said uh, dirtbag number two made threatening movement towards them and was shot by Page County Sheriff deputies. Statement said, "I hope they lit that son of a bitch up. Hope he looked like a freaking you know colander when they were done with him." Virginia State Police investigating both shootings, and uh, of course, you know, a news agency reached out to the police department for the comment. Anyway, this poor man lost his life over a traffic stop. Because this motherfucker, like I said, won't hit it or something. Piece of shit. Uh, you got to watch it. I don't know what kind of training I have. I mean, I was looking with the department I was with before. We did the training and stuff where we were like inside a vehicle. You had to pull your weapon and shoot through the windshield, which was that. These were like cars they got from the junkyard. Pull your weapon, shoot through the windshield, and hit the targets while you're sitting in the driver's seat through the glass at the windshield. So, besides it being, it was fun. It was uh, enlightening and stuff like that. And uh, I know some states or some, in, in the state of Louisiana, we have the option. We can either call you out of the vehicle or we can make you stay in the vehicle. I know some, some departments and some agencies, maybe some states make people get out of vehicle or stuff like that. Me personally, uh, like I said, this is my personal preference. And uh, like I said, I'm sure they got a, quite a few law enforcement people that, don't agree with me out there, and that's why, you know, everybody's my opinion. Most of the time, 99% of the time, I prefer, especially when I'm working in the state, I, I prefer the people stay in the car. Because if they get out and they get run over by an 18-wheel or something, I'm going to get, I'm going to, it's going to, they're going to blame it on me. Because I made them get out the car. It's your fault. You made them get out of the car, and they got run over, so now it's your fault. I prefer them to stay in the vehicle. I usually do a passenger side approach. I'm watching mirrors. I'm watching movement. And I'm every every single vehicle I do this to. I always approach every vehicle I go up to with caution and heightened. I try to have heightened alert alertness every time. Once I get there, if I see it's an old lady, so when it's non-threatening or something like that, I'm I'll, I'll, I don't bring my alertness down, but you know, my caution will go down a little bit after I'm feel that it's safe for me that's my that's my preference i know they got a lot of cops that like getting the people out of the vehicle that's the way they do it that's the way you do it i'm just telling you the way i do it so when this guy jumped out i've had people jump out of the vehicles at me very quickly i have uh unasked the motorcycle i've had somebody jump out of their car on me especially when i'm on that bike uh you know before I even got the kickstand down. And I'm telling you, and I have also been through uh, motorcycle survival training where they taught us, you know, cover, and we shot around the bike, shot off the bike, shot off from the moving motorcycle, live round all the time. I had somebody jump out of a car on a, a live traffic stop or, you know, on the street when I was working, and, you know, I didn't know what was going to do. It was, like, quick and seemed aggressive. I mean, I just, I just stepped off the motorcycle and started drawing, the motorcycle's going to hit the ground. I mean, it's not like it ain't fell down before. I can pick it up later, but I just jumped. I just stepped off the bike and let it drop. I mean, if I see somebody uh, getting out of their vehicle real quick, I'm I'm unassing. If I'm in my unit, I'm going to unass out the vehicle very quickly. And uh, so you, you got to always be ready. Always be ready. I'm not saying this man did anything wrong at all. I mean, I wasn't there. Sad thing is he lost his life because of some piece of shit dirtbag. And 
our next news story. These are things that just caught my attention and I just want to talk about. This, uh, you see, if you're on live, there's two people up there, picture of cash and money and stuff like that. These are two Louisiana men, Louisiana men were arrested, $59,000 in cash. No, 59000 in narcotics and cash were recovered. This was in Chalmette, Louisiana. The St. Bernard Parish Sheriff's Office arrested two men this week on various narcotics charges following an investigation conducted by a Special Investigation, investigation Division Narcotics Unit. Both residing in Chalmette, 57-year-old Robert Metzler, and 42-year-old Jason Metzler. If you look at the pictures, if you were on there live, I got them pulled up. These motherfuckers don't look like they related in the least bit either. I don't know. They don't look like they're related. <clears throat> they were both booked on the following charges. They had possession with intent to distribute heroin, possession with intent to distribute cocaine, possession with intent to distribute oxycodone, possession with intent to distribute oxy... I don't even know how to say that. Oxy... Possession with the intent to distribute. Uh, I didn't say that one either. They need to make easier names for these fucking drugs. Carcipridol. One outstanding arrest warrant on each one. There was uh, 14000 in narcotics and 45000 in cash, I guess. What was it? Yeah. If you're on live or go look at the video, you'll see the picture of all the shit right there. So during the investigation, the agents recovered approximately 120 grams of heroin, 16 grams of cocaine, 27 tabs of oxy, 36 tabs of ox, uh, oxymorphine, 12 tabs of the car Cipridol with a combined street value of $14,000. They had 45000 in cash. Both men were transported to the St. Bernard Parish Prison to be booked on the above charges. So you, know, you can look two dumbass criminals. Thank God they got caught. They are off our streets and not here anymore. And uh, hopefully they get a whole bunch of time. Uh, Louisiana, they may get a lot of time. They were in one of these other fucking states like New York, California, or fucking Washington or something like that. They probably wouldn't even be in jail right now. They gave me a bond and a court notice and let them walk out of the street. And them two motherfuckers be right back on the streets selling their drugs. So that's that with those two. All right, now this next part is something I was going to do different. I, next week I'll probably do, uh, well, I'm going to try to do this at the beginning of each month. And uh, it's not something I, I've just been reading a lot of different stuff and, and all this stuff like that. And, and stuff, you know, if y'all listen to me, most people, I haven't got any, I have any cop haters, they ain't left no messages or nothing yet. So I'm sure. I do. I listen to podcasts that, you know, that piss me off. That I am totally not in agreement with, and I don't believe in a damn word or a damn thing they believe in. But guess what? I listen to that kind of shit because those are the type of people that are out there that I deal with that I want to know what's going through their mind. So I listen to stuff that uh, taught the top. Uh, 
was sitting next to me one time. He's like, what the hell are you listening to? And I told him, he's like, after about five minutes of it, he's, he, he fucking rolled his window up that we were in our units, and he drove off. He said, I can't listen to that no more. It's pissing me off. It was so anti-cop, anti-law enforcement, anti-just anti-everything, okay? It, it was pretty it was pretty fucking bad. I listened to that type of shit for the straight-up purposes of learning for me. And uh, it, uh, I guess it helps some. It might not help much at all. Uh, I don't know. Helps me think the way other people think. Uh, oh, uh, before I get in this last part coming up, I will say I got my, I did get my yearly evaluation sent to me. Uh, and it was uh, quite. There's one part I, I was like, I don't know, you know. Mm. And I was like, most of it, I, I agreed with all of it. But that one part, I was like, eh, I, I don't know if I agreed with it totally. But you know what? Of course, you know, not everybody's not going to agree with everything. This, but it lets me know how, you know, I didn't get any. any our, our rating systems one through five, five being, you know, above and beyond, like the most perfect. And four is, you know, really, really good. And three is you're right down the line of where you should be not perfect two is uh number two is not you know the greatest and uh number one is basically you probably shouldn't be fucking <laughs> working here number five is far uh is far above what is required four is uh above the normal expectations three is consistent and what is expected and considered acceptable two is below normal and one does not meet minimum requirements i didn't get any ones and twos i did get a couple threes but i did get a five in my attendance because the ice man doesn't miss work unless he has to it's got to be damn near an emergency according i can uh would i get a five in anything else let me tell y'all before we get this other stuff i got a five in my driving skills that's because I don't drive fast. You get in crashes and everything. I don't get, and if somebody calls and I got to run code, yes, I will drive fast. But just in my everyday driving, I, I try to, believe it or not, I'm a cop and I try to obey the speed limit and all that stuff like that. Uh, basically, my thing says that Iceman shows up to work 30 to 45 minutes early every day. He has no problems with uh, helping in different areas when needed. Never calls in sick and only misses minimum hours per year due to doctor checkups. So I, I can't, like I said, I, I got, you know, mostly fours. And uh, so that's a good thing. So I can't complain about that. So obviously I'm still doing an okay job. <laughs> I feel like I'm doing a good job anyway. Anyway, we're going to get in this other part of it here. This, I, I was reading some stuff and looking at stuff. I'll give you some stats real fast before we get into it. Hope I don't bore y'all with this because I'm usually uh, not into that, just in the comedy. Anyway, the total death people, law enforcement uh, people died, that died for the month of February that just passed was 24. January had 41, and so far we've had two in March. Uh, total line of duty deaths this year have been 67. We're going to just going to talk about the ones uh, 
for this past month in February because I don't think, I mean, the news don't report this shit unless it's a local news because it's a local thing. You know, you get some fucking dirtbag piece of shit drug dealer, something happened or a cop shoots him in self-defense, you know, on the other side of the world and it's fucking breaking news. You know, cops get killed, not breaking news. The average age of uh, the cops that have died has been 51, which don't make me real happy. I'm right there. And the average tour of duty was 20 years and nine months, which, you know, I'm a little over than that, older over that, but I still don't like it. Uh, they did have uh, a total of three uh, canine deaths so far also. Let me get to my spot here, and we're going to get this part started. And like I said, it's not the... It's not joking and happy fun time or nothing like that. But uh, I believe each one of these people need to be recognized. Now, they do have some people in here they, that have died from COVID. And uh, I guess since they were still active duty, they classify that as on-duty death. But uh, let's talk about, I mean, I'm gonna, I, I, it took it did take me a little while today because it started late because I did have to put all these different little images I'm about to pull up here on here separately so uh we're gonna do that market and lamar market and lamar i don't want to play that one i'm sorry it's the wrong one i'm gonna play this one anyway i'm gonna start pulling them up and the first one here is uh sergeant grace and excuse me if i get any of these names wrong bellamy she was from the georgia department of corrections february 1st covid19 Lieutenant Michael Booty from Hancock County Sheriff's Office in Mississippi, February 1st. He was shot to death. Didn't see that on national news, did you? Uh, Special Agent uh, Laura Schwarzenberger, uh, FBI. She was shot to death on the 2nd. Uh, Special Agent Daniel Alfin, FBI, February 2nd, shot to death. Uh, Puerto Rico Police Department, uh, Wednesday, February 3rd, he died of COVID. Detention Officer Robert Perez, Harris County Sheriff, Texas, uh, into watch February 3rd, COVID. Patrolman Darren Jarrett, New Mexico, into watch February 4th, he died from gunfire. He was shot to death. Officer Cesar Sibagna. Uh, U.S. Department of Customs, Homeland Security, and to watch February 7th, COVID. Deputy Sheriff Ross Dixon, Dixon, Cambria County Sheriff's Office in Pennsylvania, February 9th, COVID-19. Corrections Officer Vicki James, uh, Department of, uh, in Texas Department of Criminal Justice, uh, and to watch was February 10th. COVID. The Chief of Police, Timothy John Sheenan, California Borough Police Department, PA, end of watch Thursday, February 11th. He had a heart attack. Let me finish pulling these up while I'm talking about them. I got in uh, These are, if you're on live or watching video, all these pictures are the pictures and stuff of the law enforcement that died. Officer, uh, Gennaro Guerrero, United States Department of Homeland Security, and to watch February 15th, 
uh, COVID. Uh, corrections officer, uh, I cannot pronounce her name. I'm sorry. End of watch. She worked at the Texas Department of Criminal Justice. End of watch, uh, Tuesday, February 16th, COVID. Major Esteban Stevie Ramirez, the third Bell County Sheriff's Office, Texas. Uh, Tuesday, February 16th, he died of COVID. Sergeant Richard Paul Brown of Fresno Police Department, California, Wednesday, February 17th, uh, COVID-19. Deputy Sheriff Michael McGilley. Uh, Pinellas County Sheriff's Office in Florida and the watch was Wednesday, February 17th. He uh, died from vehicular assault. Police officer Horace Dominguez uh, like a tribal police department uh, died in the watch it was February 21st of an automobile crash. Lieutenant Les- Lasco, Indiana Department of Corrections is in the watch with February 21st. He was stabbed to death by an inmate. Natural Resources Officer Jason Lagora, Ohio Department of Natural Resources Division of State Parks and Watercraft in Ohio. In the watch was Tuesday, February 23rd. Uh, Duty-related illness. Officer Carlos Mendoza, United States Department of Homeland Security, Custom and Borders Protection Officers Field Operations in the watch was February 24th, 2021, COVID. Deputy Sheriff Thomas Albanese, Los Angeles County Sheriff's Office, California. In the watch was Thursday, February 25th, 2021. He died in a motorcycle crash. Reserve Deputy Constable uh, Martinus Mitchum, he was the second city court in New Orleans. He was also a reserve officer for Tulane, I believe, part-time. We talked about him earlier. He died from gunfire on February 26, 2021. Police officer Dominic Winham, we talked about him earlier, in the uh, Stanley Police Park in Virginia, uh, Friday, February 26, gunfire. Captain Justin Williams Bedwell, Decatur County Sheriff's Office in Georgia, and the watch was March the 1st. His cause was gunfire. <clears throat> anyway, these are all the people, the law enforcement professionals that have died. Uh, most, a lot of them died of COVID. But, you know, these people put their lives lives on the line every single day to uh, protect and serve people they wouldn't know. And some, you know, some of them probably died protecting other people for no good reason. So... Thank God they all deserve a little recognition for what they do, especially the ones that died violently. And nobody hears about them, their names. So you always hear it uh, with all this other crap going around. How about this? Why don't you say their names, right? Say their names. I'm going to try to do this at the beginning of every month. Hopefully the list is shorter next month. I hope. 
Dog and dick. So, anyway, I hope y'all enjoyed the uh, funny part of it. Uh, the last part, I don't find it too funny. I mean, actually, I'm upset. Pisses me off, but especially you know when one of us has to die tragically, and nobody, nobody cares. Some of us care. So for any of the families out there and stuff, know that that there is people out there that do care. All right. Anyway, let's get to the almost at an hour. As I always say, you know, you're law enforcement, public service, uh, first responder, veteran, military. If you got any funny stories or anything you want to talk about, come on. I try to stay non-political. I do my damnedest. And uh, but if you want to come on, we can do it over the telephone. We can. I haven't tried the Skype thing or nothing yet, but you know, telephone's easiest for me. Uh, if you want to email me if you have a story and you don't want to come on, you want to tell a story, I will gladly read it since I am just so articulate, which that is sarcasm. I know I sound like a country hick. I can't help it. That's the way I sound. Email me. Uh, hit me up Facebook Messenger. I'm on Twitter at uh, at Motor C is on Twitter. Uh, parlor, I, I think it's up. Uh, the best way to get in touch with me is either through Facebook Messenger or the email if you want to get in touch with me. Um, I hope uh, y'all enjoyed this week's episode. Uh, like I said, I'm going to do, and if y'all don't like this part of it or something, I mean, if y'all have an opinion or you think I should be doing something different, hey, email me. I don't mind constructive criticism whatsoever. I mean, I may agree with you. I may agree with you. Hey, I might think you have the greatest idea ever and imp- implement it with my stuff. I, I may, or I may just think you're stupid and not do it at all. That that's just the way I am. So it's just something we'll have to deal with. If you are watching live or the video, I hope y'all do enjoy my my backgrounds. I try to play with them to make them a little more interesting. As you can see on this one, you know, I'm in the White House uh, press room right there, and I don't think I circled back on anything, did I? So, anyway, I try to make them a little comical, a little bit, a little entertaining. So, y'all let me know what y'all think about that, because if y'all don't like it, I'll stop doing it, because it takes me a, a while to put all this crap together. So, anyway, like I said, email me. Uh, opinions, ideas, stories, whatever you may like. Like I said, any first responders, no matter if you're corrections, jailer, uh, probation, parole, fireman, like I said, military, all that, all that stuff. I, I love hearing the stories and talking to people. I just love talking to people. We had the Asian lover on. I mean, he was a hoot. I mean, I mean, I made it, and I made a new friend. So that's great. Uh, so just always remember to smile because the Iceman could always be behind you. I'm cranking up on the throttle This is how legends are made